his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. And we are back with the Beach and Company. Thank you very much, Bill. We really appreciate it. Some cookies and water. Uh, very cold water. Cold water, not reverse osmosis warm water. This is actual cold water and cookies, and thank you very much for that. That hit the spot. We will split them up three ways. We divide everything here on this show, one, two, and three. Just a reminder, as I said, I was watching a documentary on Ronald Reagan last night, and they showed a lot of him in, in Russia, and that's our next trip. We're going to Russia, and we're going June 24th to July 5th, and when I saw the, the background, uh, of uh, Red Square, for instance, a lot of it was shot there. Uh, phenomenal. This is an exciting trip. And maybe you're all through with uh, Christmas and New Year's and now you want to settle down and, and uh, decide what you're going to do this year. May I suggest the uh, first trip of the year for us, June 24th to July 5th. We're going to Russia. And there's so many things to see and do. I mean, we've been to a lot of trips and they're very scenic and uh, historical. I don't know if any of them have been more scenic or more historical than this one. Four days in Moscow, four days in St. Petersburg, so you get to see uh, what you want to see. And keep in mind, uh, with uh, Viking, uh, there's a, uh, a free um, – uh, you get to explore the city uh, at least once in each port for free. Okay, Viking doesn't nickel and dime you. Okay, there are excursions every day for you. Uh, some of them are for free. Some of them are – our extra cost, depending on what you want, but there's something there for you. Once you buy your ticket, you're good to go, okay? Cosmonaut Museum, uh, the, the Metro System, uh, the Russian Ballet, Red Square, as I said, is spectacular, Lenin's Tomb, the Kremlin. So if you'd like to go, you can get the first step is to get the information, and that would be one eight four four six eight eight. 7477. That's 1-844-688-7477. I know you've been busy with Christmas and, and uh, New Year's, and now as we start the, uh, the, uh, new, the new year, uh, that would be good to have on your vacation calendar. 803-0930-1800-616-9236 and star 930. Let's go to Dan in West Seneca. Dan, you're on WBEN. Hey, thank you for having me, and welcome back. Well, thank you, and a Happy New Year to you, Dan. And Happy New Year to you. You know, Sandy, this is really a sad time that we live in, so I had to think of my own congregants uh, at my local church where I attend every Sunday. And to be honest with you, demographically, um, I think that their average age is approximately 59 years old which means we're an older congregation. Um, and, and you've kind of given me an idea of your program today. Um, you know, maybe it is something that should be discussed as to whether or not there are any in the congregation who do have a concealed carry permit, and would they mind at least the 10 o'clock Mass is the oldest one. You know, you know what's funny, uh, Dan, is 
uh, they were uh, discussing it uh, after the shootings and it was all done and the smoke had cleared. And they were saying, this guy looked, uh, nobody seemed to recognize him, and he looked out of place when he came into the building. So they were, uh, <clears throat> pardon me, alert enough to be saying this could be a possible problem. And sure enough, he pulls out a, a shotgun and starts firing away. That's because the gentleman that took him down was trained. He right. was he was retired law enforcement. Uh, they were very fortunate to have him, uh, but on an everyday basis. See, although I'm a Democrat, uh, I certainly do own weapons, uh, and I certainly do believe in my right to bear arms. And, and today's world is scary. I'm I'm kind of thinking out loud to you, and, and maybe you could even offer me a suggestion, but when you have an older congregation, um, maybe you do have to coordinate your efforts, have a meeting, find out if anybody is qualified, find out if they would change their schedules so every mass is covered, or very possibly just put it into the budget uh, that on Sundays you're going to have a security guard from the first mass to the last mass. I, I would absolutely believe that you'd be surprised how many of the people there are ex-law enforcement or ex-military who are, have been trained to use firearms properly. And uh, what better way to serve uh, your future, uh, your congregants, than to help protect them? You know, I'm going to hope so, but I've been to some of those meetings Um and, and really, I don't see it, and it might not be as common. Uh, and I'll give you one reason. A lot of people who had successful law enforcement careers have healthy pensions, and people retire from here to Florida or Arizona. It might not be as common as, as, as what you think. I'm, I'm speaking from my own experience, and I definitely now am beginning to see the need for it, Sandy, because, my God, in New York City— Jewish Look at all the Jewish, uh, uh, the Jewish shootings and, and, and problems they've been having. Yeah, nope. I, I'm going to agree 100 percent. And then uh, from Texas throughout the whole country, there's more and more incidences of people just going off the rails and shooting innocent people. Um, and really, I think that it should be an intelligent, it should be uh, handled with logistics in place, it should be very detailed, and, and we should allow our general populace to, to feel safe because you cannot defend against a lone wolf. Most of those people are kind of weirdos. They're by themselves. They don't. Oh, sure. Okay. And think about it like this. Uh, this is just a thought off the top of my head. Let's look at California. Look at how many celebrities there are in California. I would say a large pr proportion of those celebrities have their own private security, and every one of them is armed. So uh, when you look at, uh, at gun ownership, for instance, or security situations in California, that is so skewed because the entertainment and the, and the dot-com people all live there. They're all worth a lot of money, highly visible targets. I'm guessing that there's an enormous amount of people uh, with active uh, armed security in that state. I would say you're 100% correct. My biggest concern is they can afford it. Sure. They can, they can live in their gated community. They could hire their own. But like in a congregation like mine, um, where these days, and I don't think it really matters what faith you are, 
I don't think people are going to their churches or their synagogues in the numbers that they did in the late 1950s through the mid-60s. And I think that uh, finances, finances are tough, but safety should be the biggest concern. Um, You know, I hope the people in my congregation are listening. We should probably bring that up in a church-wide meeting um, and, and... Try to do it without expense to the congregants. And, and when you may, and the, when the presentation is being made, think about it. It's the thing that sticks in my brain when when the uh, gunman comes into a school, and the only protection the kids have is to hide in a closet. That haunts me. Now think about it as you get to older demos like you're talking about. Ask them what choice they would have and what how they would vote. Not now. But if all of a sudden somebody walked into that room with a gun, a shotgun, or, or any kind of a gun, actually, and the only protection they had was to hide in a closet, I think you'd find that the anti-gunners would turn into gunners in a hurry. Well, I, I don't think this is any issue except common sense and public safety. And, and what a sad day it is for America but, but make no mistake, Sandy, unfortunately, I feel that there's a true need, and I feel that every congregation, every denomination should at least put it on their schedule. At least talk about it. That's right. Hey, hooray, we converted Dan. Uh, this is a good day for us. Thank you, Dan. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, think about it. If you just went up before, say you had a meeting uh, of anybody's welcome who belongs to this church or anybody's welcome, period. Okay. And you said, uh, we're, we're, we'd like to have armed security there. And uh, the person who stands up and says, uh, no, no, God, there's no place in, in, in God's house for guns and whatever, ask him the question I just asked Dan. If somebody walked in that room right now armed and wanted to kill you, would you still be so high and mighty being anti-gun, or would you like to have some semblance, some semblance of protection, some chance, so that your last moments on earth aren't sniveling and crying and screaming. Your last are fighting back and trying to stay alive. I mean, then see how the anti-gunners would uh, would vote. I think you'd find the vote might be a little different. Let's take a break and return on News Radio 930 WBN. All right, let's get back to the uh, calls. This is uh, St. Mary in Lancaster. St. Mary, Happy New Year. Yes, blessed New Year, dear. Promise me one thing. If you're ever in Rome, don't touch the Pope. Oh, I know, I know. You do not. In fact, they have a little sign. Do not touch the Pope. Incident, I saw that expression on his face, too. I was shocked that he did that. Yes. Remember, uh, John uh, uh, was shot, and he forgave the guy that shot him. Yeah. And uh, this... uh, uh, this uh, Pope a little different. Okay, what's on your mind today? Uh, uh, I'm glad Dan called because uh, I'd like to follow up with what he said. Uh, I, ironically, I just sent a, a letter. I don't know who's going to publish it or not, but I sent a letter to several editors saying, in 2020, resolve to get involved. And then uh, people should, like, like Dan is saying, people can, you know, like, I'm talking to you now, but this is what I wish people would do. Get involved. If you feel this strongly, do what Dan said. Go to your, you know, your uh, parish or wherever it is, wherever you, uh, uh, you know, 
Worship. Religion. Yeah. You know, practice what you preach. And also, you know, like in anything with politics or anything, don't just spout out. Just, you know, drop the, you know, like that's what I mean is resolve to get involved. And uh, I, I was suggesting that people put down their devices and do like uh, Edward R. Murrow used to do. Remember, uh, he was the great, you know, reporter, journalist. He had person to person. Right. That was his program and everything else. This is what people need. This is what we need now is person to person. You can't just pop, you know, look at it, pop something up on your your device in your hand. That's it. You know, you, now you see it. Now you don't. Or it's it's here and there and gone in a moment. You know. Well, I think that you know certainly you didn't want to see any loss of life, but I do feel that this uh, situation in Texas can serve some good yeah. by opening the eyes of people who are just blindly against it. You notice the 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 silence is is uh, deafening against yeah. like you don't hear Schumer and all those you know yeah. all those Democrats that were for gun control and everything else you don't hear any of them and you know what else is uh, uh, interesting to me all the violence against the the Jewish people you never you know when when there's uh, you know like a black kid gets you know police are involved with a, a black kid or or a criminal or something. But you don't hear any of these, like uh, Bernie Sanders, Chuck Schumer, any of these politicians. Where is their outcry against what's happening? That's a hate crime against those Jewish people. Where is his outrage? We need legislation to do this and more protection and everything else. But very, very— Well, New York, the New York City area, basically a crime almost every day against some Jewish organization or people or whatever. It's outrageous. Uh, This is outrageous. And that, that's what I mean. The, the silence is, is deafening from those people, that, especially prominent Jewish people like, you know, politicians. They, you know, they, they should like, when somebody says, oh, I'm a, you know, I'm a Jew, you know, this is it's not, they should just say it like, not just because I'm a Jew, but against all hate crimes and everything. Well, certainly, they've certainly seen, uh, seen their share of hate crimes. Yep. Uh, but that, that's always a puzzlement to me and, and uh, with brains far beyond mine as to why the Jewish vote is almost in a block and it's almost all Democrat. Why? I have no idea. And But, I mean, even these, these Jewish politicians, like, like, where are these people speaking out against this outrageous attacks against synagogues and killing people? And the, the guy with the machete now, but before the guy, you know, they come in, they, they kill all these people, innocent people worshiping. They went to this rabbi's house. Think about it. Think about it. They, here they are when they uh, when they go uh, to kill Jewish people. Right. Uh, sometimes it's at their place of worship. What is more sacred than your place of worship? And one, one more thing, Sandy, because you probably cut for time. But uh, the guy that perpetrated that crime with the machete, you notice whenever it's a, it's always when it's a white police officer against a black, you know, unarmed black kid. Why don't they say that this was a black? They, they never. They never will. Never, they never will. He was an African American, or he was this, or he was a Muslim, yeah. or something. They never say that perpetrated the crime. What was his reason for doing that? Uh, good questions. Thank you very much, Mary. Good questions. Let's go to one of our favorite people in the entire world. This is Ella in West Seneca. Wella, I mean Ella. <laughs> Welcome. Well, ha- happy New Year. I'm Wella, but I'm not Wella. <laughs> I hope you're Wella, because if you're not, you must be sicker. Well, I think we're all sicker in the. I, I think so. Happy New Year is what I was trying to say, Ella. Yeah. First of all, I want to extend to the whole staff 
sincerest wishes for a more sane 2020. It's a new decade. Let's hope that it's a better one. Well, it's a new chalkboard. Let's hope it uh, shows better results. And uh, the thing that bothers me is that all this gun control talk and everything, that's not going to solve anything. They'll find a different weapon. Well, it will so- it will help if you have some defense uh, because you don't uh, normally you don't go to church uh, in a defensive mode, uh, and uh, you think you're pretty safe at a mall or a movie theater, and yet nobody's safe really if you think about it. Any place. Yeah. Remember, Sandy, when my husband and I built this home, we never even locked our doors. That's amazing. People never used to lock their doors. No, I, we didn't. If if I'm if I'm washing my car in the driveway, I lock the door. Now. Now you have to lock your door, and you're inside, and you're still not safe. Yeah, I lock it because I'm afraid Tony might come over oh. and, uh, like, pretend I'm not home. That's that's the reason. You're back on the air, and as <laughs> I said, I wish my sincerest wishes for a peaceful, healthy 2020. Thank you, Ella. Always good to talk to you, my friend. Thank you so much. All right, let's take a break. On News Radio 930, this is WBEN. <laughs> karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Listen up, I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. Instacart for the win. Back with Beach and Company, I'm Sandy Beach. I have a question. Where's Chuck Schumer? Where's Chuck Schumer talking about gun control? Where's, uh, where are the Clintons talking about gun control? Uh, none of those people who usually talk in favor of more stringent gun control, less access to guns, they're strangely quiet today because they have to be. They have to be because, obviously, the security issue at that church in Texas, worked like it's supposed to work. They had a well-trained, we understand, ex-FBI on duty as a security person. They saw uh, this uh, the gunner come in. He he looks uh, different, strange. He did not look like he belonged there or fit in there. And you can tell when people are nervous about that sort of thing. 
So they kept an eye on him, and, and for uh, for a good purpose, he whips out a, a shotgun and starts shooting. It took six seconds to take him out, six seconds. And there's video of not only the uh, the security man, but like five other people uh, in position to shoot him with their guns out. So this was a case that worked exactly like we said it should work when it works perfectly. Exactly. You need a trained person who's willing to do it. Okay, it could be an ex-cop or a current cop, could be military, could be uh, anybody in security. People who are comfortable around guns and have a sense of, of loyalty to the people they're worshiping with. This happens to be a church. Uh, in order to do that, Texas had to change the law to allow them to carry. Now, when you're in a concealed carry state, you're not supposed to have it uh, on your hip or you'll be in trouble. Uh, so it's a concealed carry, but, you know, you can kind of guess who might be carrying, but you don't show it, so they don't know. But you don't see Chuck Schumer. You don't see. Had that uh, the ex-FBI and the other people not been there and this guy kill a large number, Schumer would have been all over television. Now, he's more worried about whether the Senate is going to do the right thing in his eyes for the impeachment. Yeah, and as far as the state is concerned, they're too busy trying to raise taxes on beer. Buzzy, that might be a good subject for you tomorrow. They want to almost (laughs) double the taxes in New York State on beer. They want it to equal wine. To me, it's just they they found another place— that they can tax. That's all, that's all they care about. Something else they didn't see uh, wasn't taxed enough. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's what they do. They probably have a, a booklet of things that could be taxed that aren't. Because that's all they think about. Tax and spend. Ta- yeah, taxes mean I can take it from those people and give it to you and you'll vote for me. Well, you got to make up the revenue from other people leaving the state. Exactly. Tony, you have a text. What is it? Yeah, say? this is, uh, I think my buddy Eric for posting this. This is from Rogan O'Hanley. He says the bad guy in the Texas church shooting was a felon. He wasn't allowed to own a firearm, but he acquired one anyway because bad guys don't follow the law. Ten round mag laws didn't stop him. AR-15 bans didn't stop him. Red flag laws didn't stop him. A good guy with a gun stopped him. With one shot. One shot. Let's go to uh, Kathy in Amherst. Kathy, you're on WBEN. Hi, Sandy. Happy New Year. Well, same to you, Kathy. What do you have for us today? Well, my husband is a pastor at a church in Riverside, and uh, we definitely have people that are there every Sunday that are carrying, and uh, the reason is for protection. Uh, The guy that set it all up, he was the head of Homeland Security for the town of Tonawanda for years. He was a congregant who sadly recently passed away. Um, but he sat with my husband and then with the head usher and then several other, other men who are, as you said, in the military and law enforcement, and they put together a plan. And then he stood in front of the congregation and trained us on what we should do uh, as congregants who are unarmed in a situation where people might come in and threaten our church with firearms. Certainly looks like a thoughtful, reasonable uh, security plan. I'm glad they're thinking like that and uh, because we all have a right to go to our church, uh, talk to our God, and go home safely. And to see a plan like this makes me uh, very hopeful, Kathy. Well, it was, you know, when I was in college, I went uh, as an adult, was when that uh, terrible shooting at the college in Virginia happened. 
and some of the guys in our class, uh, in one of my classes, were military. And I was surprised that the students all cowered beneath desks and ran into corners when they were confronted by this guy who was just picking them off in a lecture hall. And they said, um, well, the reason for that is simply that civilians are not trained. They are basically in um, flight, you know, scared mode, and they just freeze. That, and to, to me, for some reason, you know, we all have our soft spots. The thought of your last moments on Earth being afraid, being in a closet, cowering, like you just said, uh, is I think you have a right to a dignified a death, and this is not it. And so I'm glad to see people fighting that. So one, one thing that I thought was really interesting was my son and I were invited to go to uh, a church on the east side, and it was a largely mostly African-American church, and the music was magnificent, by the way. Um, and I noticed as the service went on that there were very few men, many women and children, but very few men. And the men came in after the offering. So I asked one of the ushers about it before I left. I was like, I don't get it. You know, what happened with this? He said, well, he said, uh, a lot of people in our community uh, use drugs, and they're aware of when offering is. And the men are locking all the doors in the church during this time to keep the congregation safe. Wow. Wow. Well, you gotta know. You gotta know when to hold them and when to fold them. Yes, you do. Well, thank you, Kathy, and thank you for sharing that with us. A happy New Year to you. Thanks. Thank you very much. Okay. Bye bye. Uh, yeah, uh, a good plan. Is that the way you want to go? Is that the way you want to go? You said no to guns. No. Oh no. No. The, the we can't have any guns in the church. And then one day that the worst happened. There, there was a guy standing there, it's almost always a guy, with a gun. And you have no protection, none. And you remember back to the day when they were discussing whether it should be done or not. You were vehemently against it. Who knows, your argument may have carried the day, and they don't have any because of you. And now what do you do? You just got to pray that there's a cop somewhere near your location. And you got to hope that they, uh, the cop gets there on time uh, to save you. Otherwise, you just sit and wait, and, and you're scared, and you're a target. You're, a, you're just an easy target And instead of fighting back. You know, we all have to go sometime, but when I go, I hope I go fighting back. I, I would not want to be I, – I, I know me. I, 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 I can say pretty – Convincingly, I would not be the type that would sit in the closet. Not going to happen. You want me, you're going to pay for it. And that's the way it is. Tony, can you imagine with your kids in school, uh, we're talking about churches now, but your kids in school, and the last thing they have to protect them is a, is a closet and stay quiet? That drives me crazy. Me too. I was just telling Joe a little while ago, uh, you know, with uh, Nick and Samantha, uh, anytime I think about it, you know, and... I recall when Sandy Hook took place, Nick was roughly the same age as those kids. Wow. And it had an impact on me. Oh, surely. To think that not only are they gone, that's, that's mind-bending. But the way they had to go, it's even worse. If it can get worse, it, it can, and that's it. 
We'll take a break and be back with more on News Radio 930 WBN. Keep thinking it's Monday. I just feel like that. I think Rush returns uh, next Monday. Today is Thursday. Rush will be there Monday. Uh, and let's see, a Beamer will be in for me tomorrow because of Friday is, is uh, non-work day for me. And so we got a lot of things going on. I, I, I couldn't believe this when I read this. Okay, this is an example of what I was talking about. It's a text. When I, uh, Sandy, when I was a teacher, I had every student bring a textbook to the hide-in-place site so we could throw them if needed. Imagine somebody shooting at you and you're throwing a book at them. The only way you want the book thrown at them is after they've been arrested and the DA has to decide what charges. I can't imagine. And uh, what kind of book would have any kind of impact and how would you have to hit them? I mean, you're not going to use a spelling book, maybe a geography book or some te- technical textbook, but that's your, that's your protection? you got to be kidding me. Come One on. thing I do like uh, at, at Nick's school, they have a Niagara Falls police vehicle parked in front um, all the time. Great. That's great. Really so is. that I like. That's comforting. Um, yep. So. I wish it they is. had one outside of Sam's school. It is, and it's a, it's a good thing. Yeah. I, uh, I think that uh, the more of that, that's money well spent. Yep. Uh, making sure we do the best we can. We're never going to be perfect. No. There's always going to be some problems, but when we see them as obvious as they are now, when you actually get a group, I wish I could think of the name of the group now that's calling for it. It's, it's some group that is, you know, half sane until you hear this. They want to eliminate police departments. You know, does it look like we're, we're doing everything possible right now to diminish authority? We don't want the police. Uh, we don't want anybody armed. Uh, this, that, and the other thing. Uh, we, we don't want any bail. For God, God help us if somebody committed a crime and got a bail uh, and, and uh, was uh, designated bail and they didn't have the money. I, I suppose now we are supposed to in New York State. We're supposed to subsidize bail money. For oh, them. sure. Why not? Don't give them any ideas. Yeah. Here's something I don't understand. The uh, the schools, you know, you can't bring a firearm into school. You can't have uh, police officers or whatnot. They don't want that. But yet, as you know, I cover high school sports. When I go to a high school sporting event, whether it's basketball or football, there are armed uh, police officers. Because of uh, crowds uh, in one place. Yeah, sure. As, as well, there should be. Now, Mr. Beamer, Mr. Beamer, you've got some text for us. I do. Over on Facebook. Now, we had two questions. Facebook, quest- I'm sorry. We had two questions, one asking about security detail and uh, if you would feel safer. And a lot of people, when asking, would you feel more comfortable with armed security in church? Jeff says, yes, I would like someone armed. We wouldn't have to know who it is just to have peace of mind while I do what I am there to do. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly right. Think about it like there. You're there to worship, uh, especially the, the problem they're having with, uh, uh, with terrorizing Jewish people in New York. You're there to worship, and somebody doesn't, doesn't want you to take a, your next breath. Now, I don't know how you can possibly be calm and, uh, and, and get into the mindset of uh, speaking to your God or your higher authority when you're thinking, is the next person walking in here carrying a gun? You shouldn't have to do that. We shouldn't have to do that. But uh, the proof is in the pudding, and the pudding is that Chuck Schumer did not set up the cardboard uh, desk today to tell us how bad guns are. 
because in this case, guns saved uh, many lives. Another one, please. We will go with Tony, who says— You're going with Tony? Tony, oh, he's a that's nice. top fan of the show. He is. He better be. He's <laughs> part of it. <laughs> and he says, of course, it's absurd to announce to the world, especially the bad guys, where we will be unprotected, where the bad guys can be free from retaliation. Absurd, stupid, in the extreme. And think about it like this. Uh, I don't know if anybody has ever thought— psychologically of the impact of children in school having to shelter in place because they have never had that happen to them before. Nobody with a gun was ever, they're not dumb. They're, they're children, but they're not dumb. Nobody has ever confronted them with a gun. The sound of guns alone might scare them to, you know, uh, to the next uh, chapter of their lives. But the bottom line is that's going to stay with them. Even if the gun, gunman doesn't show up in their room, that thought, that fright, uh, the being frightened is going to stay with them for a long, long time. Isn't one of the arguments uh, against having an armed security guard in school is that the children would be traumatized or scared? But think back to when we were younger. We had air raid drills. We had to get under desks or you had to, yep. uh, in our case, uh, in my grade school, you had to you know, get in the tuck position in the hallway uh, because of fear of bomb. What's more, what's sure. going to scare you more, a bomb or a, or a gun? And when I was in school, we had to worry until Paul Revere came by and said the British are coming. And uh, luckily, I lived in New England, and he started in Concord, which is pretty close to where I grew up. And I'm just thinking, thank you, Paul. You go, did you ever hear that joke? The guy, <laughs> Paul, the Paul Revere joke? No. Okay. Uh, they tell Paul Revere, you've got to warn people, the British are coming. Okay? So he gallops up to the first house, and a woman answers, the lady of the house answers the door, and he says, the British are coming, the British are coming. And she says, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you for, I can't tell this joke. Oh, <laughs> I want to know the joke. Uh, it's not that bad, but, you know, there'll be somebody who's extra tight. Okay. Yeah. So he says, the British are coming, the British are coming. And she says, well, thank you, thank you. Goes to the next house, the British are coming. And she says, thank you, thank you. And the next one, uh, she goes and he says, the British are coming. She says, thank you for telling me that. My husband isn't home. And he goes, Whoa. <laughs> All right. It's just it's not that bad, but you know I like you it. know how uptight people can be. 803-0930-1800-616-9236 star nine thirty. Let's go to Walt in Wheatfield. It's Wheatfield Walt on News Radio nine thirty. Good morning, close to afternoon. Uh I agree with you, Sandy, about uh having somebody in church with a gun. I think most people would feel safe in and uh, to have somebody with the presence of mind and the stature to take out uh, the guy, the um, accoster, like they did in uh, Texas. It's common sense. It's common sense, and it's easy to be distanced from it if you allow yourself. But I think we should all be part of that story and say, yep. this is available to us. Let's do it. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Last call of the day, Walt, but it was uh, certainly worth it. Yeah, if, if uh, I would think that if you have a sane population uh, that says the insanity around us, we can't take anything for granted. I mean, I, we're in a period now. It's it's beyond me. It really is is just beyond me uh, because uh, things that were 
that are being brought up now on uh, talk shows and television, newscasts, whatever, they're not things that you say, well, I don't know if I agree with that or not. No. It's say, what, what are you thinking? When some group wants to eliminate the police departments, you got to say, what are you thinking? What, do you want us to become a banana republic? That's anarchy. It's called anarchy. And, boy, I'll tell you one thing. I wouldn't want to be a politician uh, in, in those kind of days because uh, they, uh, they don't just take, uh, uh, let's see, uh, votes to see if it's a good idea. They just say goodbye and you don't show up again. No, not good. Not good, not right. Idiotic is the best way I can describe it. However, I do have I do have a cash code word. Send 72881 the word penny. Not as in Wolfgang, just penny. P-E-N-N-Y. That's the word. Penny. Okay, as in penny pasta. No, I wasn't even close on that one. P-E-N-N-Y, send it to 72881. You might win $1,000 cash. The Sandy Beach WBEN studio rings out in support of those who rang the Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center victory bell today in celebration of a victory, large or small. Elvis has left the building. Oh, I wish we never had to leave the beach. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. 